Now today's top federal headlines. The Defense Department moves ahead on phased retirement for its civilian employees. Peter Levine, acting undersecretary for personnel and readiness, says phased departures must have approval by both the employee and the bureau. Retirees must have received high performance ratings and give 20 percent of their time to mentoring successors. The new policy became effective yesterday. Armed Services Committee staffers respond to White House critiques of the 2017 defense authorization bills. House Committee Staff Director Bob Simmons says the House's unconventional way of funding the Defense Department was used in 2008. And Senate Committee Staff Director Chris Burroughs says the reorganization of the Defense Department empowers the secretary so he can better address global challenges. Several of the biggest renewable energy facilities in the countries are on U.S. military bases, but the business deals needed to build them have been extremely complex. As Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu reports, the Air Force is looking to simplify the process. It's still early days, but the Air Force is exploring the possibility of buying its facility energy as a service, wrapping the complicated legal authorities it uses for solar farms, energy-saving performance contracts, and enhanced-use leases into one long-term contract for a given base. Officials say the most likely likely vendor would be a combination of a local utility company and an energy service company. That partnership would take care of negotiations with state regulators and manage everything from on-site solar arrays to on-base microgrids and power poles, keeping in mind the military's need to increase its independence from the public electric grid. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Veterans Affairs Department says it's starting to earn back trust and confidence from veterans and its employees. VA Undersecretary for Health David Shulkin says the agency's trust score from veterans went up from 47 points at the end of fiscal 2015 to 57 points for the first half of 2016. Employee engagement is on the rise as well. Scores from the VA's central office employees are up from 267 points to 313. Shulkin says the VA has also hired 28 new medical center directors. It had 35 vacancies among top leadership positions at VA hospitals just a few months ago. But just like that, fresh findings of patient wait time manipulation at VA. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. Add the Houston VA Medical Center and its nearby outpatient clinics to those facilities reporting shorter wait times than patients actually experienced. That's according to the latest findings by the VA Inspector General. The IG says four in ten appointments were rescheduled in the year ending June 2015. The system showed wait times of three days. The reality was 78 days. Management promises to fix it. I'm Tom Temin. Suspensions, debarments, and proposed debarments of federal contractors decline in fiscal 2015 compared to the previous year. The interagency suspension and debarment committee says they fell by 3.7% in its annual report. Chairman David Sims says a rise in proactive engagement tools could be a reason for plateauing numbers. The Labor Department recovers from a bad experience in the cloud. Jason Miller tells us more in the IT report. The Labor Department plans to move to a federal shared service provider for financial management services by 2019. In the meantime, Labor will modify its current setup and move away from using a shared service provider. Labor contracts directly with Booz Allen Hamilton under a three-year deal that's worth $74.2 million. This is instead of paying the Transportation Department's Enterprise Service Center and receiving operational support from Booz Allen. That has been the case since 2014 when Labor's contractor went belly up. I'm Jason Miller. The House reauthorizes the Office of Special Counsel for another five years. The legislation also improves OSC's access to agency documents that it needs when it investigates whistleblower cases and expands OSC's timeline for reviewing a specific case. The bill also adds more reporting requirements for OSC. The bill now heads to the Senate. 
And a petition on We the People calls on the White House to remove National Park Service Director Jonathan Jarvis. The petition says Jarvis is failing to act on reports of sexual harassment within the service and mishandling potential ethics violations. Those issues were brought up during a congressional oversight hearing in mid-June. The petition currently has more than 100 signatures out of the 100,000 needed for a White House response. For these stories and more, go to federalnewsradio.com and follow at FedNewsUpdates on Twitter. I'm Eric White.